Give me Bone Storm or go to hell. Just figure it's the time of the year. Give you what? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Give me Bone Storm or go to hell. Bone Storm? From The Simpsons. Uh, you wake up in the morning, you're expecting Bone Storm, you get Lee Carvalho's putting challenge. You lost me. What episode is that from? I don't, maybe, I, maybe I missed uh, that one. Episode where Bart, uh, Bart shoplifts. He gets caught. Don't ever come around here again. Catfish. <laughs> that was the most obscure reference that I. So random. Like I, I don't even know where to go with that. Like I, you, you totally just threw me for a fucking loop over here, man. Jesus. We've always ended episodes with B-roll, but we never start any with B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better from here, I promise you. <laughs> there's some, there's some fine print in there. I'm sh- sure of it. Um, <clears throat> Hello and welcome to another episode. <laughs> I'm your host, Travis. <laughs> and this is Chris. Hey, hi three. It's been a while, man. Oh, man. All right. So uh, <laughs> if you're just as confused as we are, uh, thank you for tuning into this episode. And on this episode, we will be covering <clears throat> through Chris's idea, not mine. Um, <laughs> since this is the uh, the closeout of 2019, mm-hmm. uh, also the closeout of oh, a decade from the 2010 damn world yeah 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 um you know a big proponent of or big uh, uh we spent a lot of time talking about superheroes mm-hmm. on on this uh on this uh podcast here yep uh whether people like that or not it eh. is what it is <laughs> it's too late to go back now um but the uh the thing is one thing that's happened over the last decade is the superhero movie genre, mm-hmm. or just live action genre, just in general, has just grown leaps and bounds since, um, like I said, going back to the start of the decade. Uh, it actually started maybe just a few years before 2010 mm-hmm. when we get like, you know, your Dark Knight and your Iron Man. Those are before mm-hmm. the decade mark from where we're at right now. Um, so. We thought, uh, you know, let's take a look back at the the best of the best, if you will, from superhero movies mm-hmm. uh, from 2010 to today, 2000, into 2019. So from 2010 to 2020, right there, right there. Does that sound good? That sounds okay. good. Okay. Yeah. It better be. It's your idea. <laughs> All right. So um, on this one, it's, it's basically, we're not talking about the comic book genre we're talking specifically superhero mm-hmm. uh, so while there's been several movies that have been uh, adapted from comic books or graphic novels or whatever the case would be we're just covering the you know superheroes mm-hmm. marvel dc and some others yeah but, some others <laughs> but um, I, I shouldn't have to explain this but you know marvel mcu dc for better or worse mm-hmm. um you know they're they're a big part of pop culture. Yeah. So um, you know we're gonna gonna take we're gonna rank them uh, the top ten superhero movies from the last decade, uh, ten through one. These are just our personal picks. Um, they're not based off of box office 
or or Rotten Tomatoes or anything like that. Although, since we're talking best of the best, that is going to coincide with a lot of mm-hmm. our picks, I would imagine. Hmm. Uh, full disclosure, I don't know what's on your list, and you haven't seen my list. Nope. I, but here's the thing. We're going to find out here. I w- I'm going to imagine that there's going to be a lot of crossovers uh, between yeah. our lists. Mm-hmm. Um, Anybody that's listened to our episodes the last couple of years, we've held a couple of movies very highly together mm. and separately. So that's yeah. probably going to reflect sooner or later on our list. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. while, uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to start off, you know, uh, you, you can start off first or I'll start off, but we'll do our, we'll each do our 10 and then nine and work all the way down to uh, mm-hmm. the number one, what we think is the best. <laughs> our uh, favorite. Yeah. Our favorite. Not, you know, like I said, again, this is not, this is just personal picks. Mm-hmm. Um, and after you listen to this uh, this list of uh, movies, if you feel inclined to uh, tell us uh, what you think your you know top five or top ten uh, best superhero movies have been over the last decade, uh, shoot us a line uh, on social media at facebook.com slash popculturerewind. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email at popculturerewind at gmail.com. Um, also, on, we're on the uh, Twitter machine. <laughs> Pop culture, R W N D. Yes, and uh, on Instagram, but uh, I don't know if you can sh- shoot me back. Oh, I guess you could do a DM, right? Or Ooh, slide in the DM. slide in the DM for Ooh. for for movies, right? That's what they do, like that's, Lube Man. That's, just I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm sure that's all. The, <laughs> that's what all the kids are talking about. So, yeah. So, how do you want to do? You, do you want to start yours first, or how do you want to do this? You first. Me? Yeah. You want sure, me to go? You're the, you're the head. Oh, head see, BIC. you want me to go first, so you can do your number one last. I didn't even think about it that way. <laughs> yeah. Go first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, my uh, my number ten. <clears throat> no, let me try that again. Number ten. <laughs> it's gonna be. From what year? I didn't write dates. You write didn't write dates. the years? I okay. Didn't, I didn't write dates. That's fine. Um, X-Men, Days of Future Past. Oh. And uh, here's the thing. I didn't even think about that movie. Um, I was originally, if you look at my list, mm-hmm. you'll see X-Men First Class. I was going back and forth between the two movies in this franchise. Um but Days of Future Past, I think it it it, it just eked out just a little bit, just just a, just a, what'd you say, just a tidge, just a smidge, just a smidge uh, over First Class because there's a lot of things I do like about First Class, but I think the overall ambition and how everything was pulled off on Days of Future Past, I think it worked very well. Um, not really, I'm not. Tr- trying to take the the story that they adapted from the comics into play. I'm just looking at the movie itself on its own. Um, and the idea of that, of taking the original cast that they had from the past movies and then tied it into the new cast of the, of the first class movies mm-hmm. and then kind of merging them in and, and resetting the X-Men movie franchise. Because by that point, it was already... Mm-hmm. You know, it was already regurgitated and and, and just a, just a disaster. Um, not to the point of what it got to later on, and that's one of the reasons I was gonna pick originally first class because mm-hmm. first class I think stands alone a little bit better 
um, without thinking about what came came after. Yeah, <laughs> and that's and that's the, and you know what? To be honest, um, that's why this is number ten mm-hmm. because of the follow through from Days of Future Past. It and it's so, on such. I I I do like how it all came together, how it ended in the presentation of everything. I do like that. It's just apocalypse, and then oh, Dark Phoenix. It just they fumbled the ball <laughs> heavily, um, and uh, I think made things worse after the, from the first before Days of Future Past. But that's neither here nor there. Just as a standalone movie, uh, with the the performances of both casts, mm-hmm. you know, commingling together, um, and some of the scenes, action sequences we got that opening scene in the future with the Sentinels like taking down all the X Men mm-hmm. and. Uh, we get Wolverine with the bone claws in the seventies and things like that. So there's a lot of cool stuff for comic book fans, but at the same time, they tr- they fixed a lot of stuff at that time mm-hmm. from the movie uh, timeline. I'm not taking just ignore everything that came after that. <laughs> but we got a good closure, I think, with the uh, the last little scene with uh, Cyclops, Jean Grey, and, mm-hmm. and Wolverine and Professor X all there. So yeah. anyway, that's my number. That's my number ten. So, from that, what is your number 10? My number 10. Man, I can already tell that your list is going to be a lot more thorough than mine. Um, <laughs> because I, I basically based, ju- based this off of movies that I still watch in rotation. Okay. Um, maybe because I have the road cut mm-hmm. of Future Past, there's things in there that I don't like. Okay. Um. And I, there's just other movies that I thought that I watch a lot more. My number ten is already going to be one that's gonna, that might scratch a couple of heads. This from, should be good. From 2010, <laughs> 2010. Yeah, the first Kickass. Ah, okay. It was interesting, you know. Yeah, you're. Uh, it it kind of if it, it didn't it kind of had those that Spider Man high school vibes, you know, kid uh, right. learning his powers, and then the other chick that didn't feel like she belonged. Well, he don't have powers, but yeah. uh, well, well, when when he got hurt, or the ability to get his ass kicked. Yeah, the ability to take an ass whooping. <laughs> um, but there's there's um that scene where the 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 gangsters getting jumped by three guys, and then Kick Ass right. goes in there, and he takes like, oh, you think I'm crazy, but you guys are getting like. Talking, trying to kill this one dude three on one. You think that's fair and all that? And he like solidifies himself viral, you know. Yeah. And goes to MySpace and tries to find all these like cases to solve and stuff. And um, McLovin, McLovin no. in this movie. Yeah. I don't like the guy. Um, yeah. But I thought it was an interesting take on a superhero story. You know. Yeah. It was different. It was off the norm, um, especially with uh, you know a superhero movie with a lot of profanity in it. um so yeah let's start off with number 10 kick ass all righty well to follow that up with my number Number nine nine. is uh uh, kick ass (laughs) (laughs) your turn wax poetic on kick ass uh well you summed it up pretty good i mean it um i think at the time, I, I could be mistaken on this, but at the time, I think it was the first rated R superhero mm-hmm. movie, which paved the way for a certain other rated R movie, uh, superhero movie is going to come out later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think another important thing to take consideration, it wasn't uh, Marvel or DC, it was an independent, mm-hmm. uh, I think through Image, mm-hmm. um, that uh, this comic book was based off of. So, um, yeah, it had a good cast also. Um a lot of, it was very, kind of stylized and come on you didn't mention it i'm going to i'm going to mention it go for it 
Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yes. Come on, man. <laughs> if if yeah. for for any other reason, it, that has to be uh, in the uh, mentioned at some point. Mm-hmm. His performance of uh, Big Big Daddy. Uh, perfect. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was my number nine. Is uh, Kick Ass. Yeah. So you're you're okay. You're number nine. What's my number nine. From 2019. Okay, I need to go back and put these dates on here. These these <laughs> um, years. I wasn't expecting this. Mm. This was a a guy that I didn't follow. Okay. Um, the story was unique. Um, it, it it tugged my emotions in certain parts, especially towards the reveal of uh, his foster mom, not his real mom, not wanting him. My number nine, Shazam. Ah, okay. You know, other than the. the the classic DC, let's end the third act at night. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, there was humor to it where they're far apart and you can't, the hero can't hear him, even though the villain's going on his long time. That was pretty you funny. Know, yeah. they, yeah. It, they, it, it, it had its moments of breaking the fourth wall. The story was unique. I liked it. Um, another, I, I think that was, it wasn't the first movie, but that was like the continuation of DC on the come up mm-hmm. as, of, as of going, after going down after, after certain movies. Um, and yeah, Shazam is my number nine. All righty. Um, a little soon to give DC some love, but it had to, it, it was going to be on this list sooner or later, at least for me. Uh, well, that is not on my list, uh, so that's there's that. But I will <laughs> say my number eight is going to be uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Interesting. So you went you went Shazam. I'm going to Wonder Woman, so um, I'm not even going to go into the fact, uh, you know, being, you know, female-driven and all the other stuff. That's fine and dandy for what it is. That's not why I watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that uh, is is Gal Gadot a, a perfect Wonder Woman? Eh, not really, but she gets the job done. Mm-hmm. It, when you see her, it's, that's, it fits. it's fucking Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um and it was a, they 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 were able to do it in such a way where it's a standalone movie it doesn't have to be tied to anything and I think that was the first movie from the DCEU that um uh, didn't try to tie into anything yeah they had the bookends at yeah. the front end but it wasn't it's standalone yeah it's yeah it didn't try to like hey let's bring in Superman and have lunch with her or something you know it's it's, it's just <laughs> It is what it is, um, and just the story of what they were telling was good. It, yeah, the ending, yeah, with your beam of light and all the other stuff at nighttime. Yeah, the the third act did kill it. As a matter of fact, that's why it's lower on low the on my list. Um, and uh, I, if for an, if for any other reason it is on this list, the uh, no man's land mm-hmm. uh, scene, uh, so good. So um, and and plus the 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 theme music, you know, mm-hmm. you can't go wrong. Once you hear that, it's Instantly recognizable as as hers. As hers so yeah. uh, that is my uh, number. What are we on? Number eight. Number yeah, eight. that was my number eight. Number yes. Eight. Um, I had to find a way to try to put this, uh, put something from this franchise on the list at my, and so that's this turned out to be my number eight. And compared to the things that happened afterwards, I know um, Bumblebee was a nice movie. Mm-hmm. It was simple. Yeah, but it was a nice movie. But at the time, watching it, 
the that the fact that uh, the uh, Transformers universe would go there yeah. kind of piqued my interest. My number eight is Dark of the Moon. Oh, okay. You you threw me for a loop on that one. Leonard like, Nimoy is Sentinel Prime. You would think Optimus is teacher. Are we, are we counting Transformers as superheroes? Yeah, they're super. <laughs> they're from space. They transform. <laughs> they save lives. They save humans. But Optimus kills motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Of all the of all the Transformers, you're picking something else over Bumblebee. Bumble, like I said, Bumblebee's a good movie, but it's simple. It's start, middle, end. There wasn't a lot. That yeah, that's that's what that, <laughs> that's what that franchise needed was uh, was something like that. For me, Dark of the Moon was interesting. It, it took a weird left turn by having Sentinel be the heel and Megatron come of all people. This list took a wrong turn. Yeah, so this, Jesus, <laughs> what the hell happened? We go from um, capes to robots. The, yeah. Uh, what the hell? Okay, darker. You're looking at your list. Dark. Oh. Dark of the You're Googling. Dark of the Moon. Yeah, Dark of the um, Moon is 2011. 2011 here. Okay, so yeah. we're we're okay. I'm I'm telling you right now, I don't have any Transformers movies in my list. If I did, it, it, it would wouldn't not be have that been Dark one. of the Moon. Um, <laughs> which that's not the worst of the franchise, but I will. I I would have thrown Bumblebee in there just because it was. Um, all the, the you know why I don't have to tell you why like <laughs> like you I don't you probably know what I'm gonna say here in a second so, exactly so I'm I'm even worried about that so um <laughs> oh going back to uh, my my previous lists uh, previous numbers uh, Days of Future Past I was 2014 mm-hmm. Kick Ass was 2010 mm-hmm. then Wonder Woman was 2018 I believe so 2017 17 okay so now. We are going into my number six. No, seven, seven. Yeah, we're professionals, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, we do. What we can. Uh, my uh, <laughs> my n- number seven. Yeah, yeah. Spider Man into the Spider Verse from 2018. Oh. You looked at your list real quick. Ooh, did that, did that? I did. <laughs> I did look at my list real quick. So, um, yeah, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Um, that is, I, I, I'm throwing it in here. Um, it's a newer entry. I was trying to like span all the decades, you know, the whole decade of, of movies that came mm-hmm. out. So I was trying not to keep them all new current stuff, but this one deserves a spot on the list only because of the originality of it, uh, with the stylized version of what it was with the animation. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they, uh, they're able to get certain character names, into mainstream media and plus what it won like best best animated movie right mm-hmm. won yeah. an Oscar for best animated movie. yeah yeah so um, clearly I'm not alone in thinking this is one of the best uh, but I think this might be the only uh, movie mo- only item on my list that is actually won for best movie <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so um, yeah just uh, uh, Spider-Man into Spider-Verse I, I don't want to see the I don't know if this is going to make any sense, but I don't want to see this franchise like continue. You, way, want, you want to keep it a one-off. I want to keep it a one-off. I, I mean, if you want to branch some of these other characters off into their own movie, I just, I mean, we already got Spider-Verse 2 coming out in mm-hmm. like 2022 or 23 or whatever the case may be. I just, this, the plot was so specific to what they were trying to do in this movie. I hate to see him like reaching for, just for the sake of doing a sequel. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to find some of the way of maybe hopping into another universe. Or maybe it's a different Spider-Man that they focused on in this one. Maybe. Something. I just, um, well, 
that's getting into like sequel <laughs> specifics, but this particular movie, um, it was just so it was almost refreshing um, to see uh, this take of, of Spider Man. And I've had people that uh, you know, I've had friends that come up to me that haven't really aren't really big Spider Man fans, and they said mm-hmm. they enjoy this movie for what it is. So for that aspect of just being able to grab, you know, uh, non-hardcore fans, I guess, yeah. or no, you know, non-Spider-Man fans, and get them to say this is a good movie, it's, that says something about the quality of the movie. So regardless of what you think of the story or anything like that, it's a very cool-looking movie, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's an acid trip for us sober people. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, that was my number seven. My number seven... Oh man, my old man, huge into spy thriller movies. So it kind of uh, it felt a little nostalgic for me to be in the theater watching the Winter Soldier, Captain America, mm. the sequel for Captain America. That's my number seven. Robert Redford, damn. <laughs> Wait, of all the reasons you go straight no. to Robert Redford? <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, nothing, nothing against Robert Redford. This nah, is this. A, this I like this movie primarily because it actually um, it actually focused a lot on um, on Cap's struggle with is he going to capture his friend? Is he going to kill his friend? Or is he going to try to save him or whatever? And right, um, just this felt like Civil War before Civil War, you know, because Cap's already struggling with what am I going to do with Bucky? It's like a prelude to it. Yeah, what am I going to do with Bucky now? Before it gets to a worse problem where other people's hands get tied into it and it gets out of my control. Yeah. And um, the collapse of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. because of Hydra, it was, um, I think it's a very, um, it's a very important piece on the whole phase one or the whole well, saga one yeah. of the whole of the, of the whole movie. Of the well, whole it's franchise, a, well so. because not only did it um, affect him as a character, but it also affected... Um, the course it affected a whole TV show for God's sake. It yeah. affected <laughs> Shield and, and everything else, and everything got, I mean, flipped on its on its ass pretty much yeah. uh, after this movie. So, um, yeah, that's yeah, um, I'll concur. That's not going to be the only Marvel movie on my list, obviously. But number seven is uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Okay, so that was your number seven, right? Mm-hmm. So we are on. Uh, number six, mine. Number six. Uh, why are we doing that? <laughs> no, you're the one that did the Macho Man thing with your, with your left hand. <laughs> it's like mutating. This whole thing, this, this number countdown thing, is mutating. And by the time we get to number one, forget about be it. Like, I'm gonna be like in sound effects and everything into the episode. <laughs> number six. Drum roll, please. Uh, number six from 2016. See what I did? I'm going uh, dates now. Got 2016. You. We are uh, doing a little indie film called Deadpool. Ah! Am I beating all yours? <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. So uh, Deadpool number six. I mean, come on. The the groundswell of this one. The reason it got made in the first place. Uh, God bless the guy that leaked that footage. Ryan Reynolds. Um, <laughs> and even if take away all that, take away the story and everything, but you had for the first time, I th- I thought. You had uh, a really accurate comic book superhero costume with the white eyes and the emoted with Mm -hmm. the facial expressions and stuff. Um, You had a tie-in to the X-Men franchise without being an X-Men movie. Um, 
You had a, I thought for the first time you had a, a really good Colossus. Yeah. <laughs> but that could be give or take, depending on how you feel about the portrayal of Colossus. Mm. I mean, come on, when you first see him and he's eating cereal and he's got his little pinky up, like <laughs> I mean, they didn't have to do the pinky, but god damn it they did. Mm. And I appreciate that. Um then you have uh, the little girl who played the uh, Negus Sonic Teenage. Negus Sonic Teenage Warhead. I mean, come on, that yeah. name alone. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> That's uh, the coolest name ever. And then you have uh, the superhero landing, Maximum Effort, all the stuff that came out of this movie. Um, and the, and the, the, the structure of the movie, just in general as well, too, of it just being basically taking place on a highway uh, during the, in their, from the opening scene, opening mm-hmm. credits, Basically, the first half of that movie, mm-hmm. um, and then way it's like goes back to the flashbacks and goes back, and um, so yeah, it was just more of a fun trip than more than anything else. Um, and uh, and for 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 the record, I appreciate this one more than the second one. Of hmm. course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's my uh, num- number six on the number countdown. Six, yes. Um, so you're on number six. What's your number, number six? six? Is one. Of two animated movies on the list. One of two animated yeah. movies. Okay. Um, Resurrection F. Dragon Ball Z. Ah, okay. Yeah. I guess those are superheroes. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z for the un- unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. Dragon yeah. Ball Super or whatever. He, whatever the titling uh, it was. It's it's, yeah. w- it's weird because they ran through the whole thing again on this on the Dragon Ball Super series that ju- that just concluded on a on Cartoon Network. But um, this was one of the movies that stands out to me primarily above everything else because this entire saga, Goku was always the guy that had to save the day. Right. Uh, Don't get me wrong. He saves the day this one also. Right. However, it's not Goku that steals the thunder in this movie. It's Vegeta that steals the thunder in this movie because there's no clue. Ah, Vegeta. There's no clue whatsoever that for all the trials and tribulations that Go- Goku went through to become Super Saiyan God, Vegeta out of nowhere turns into Super Saiyan God also in front of Frieza. And Frieza's yeah. like, oh, I've beaten this fuck. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't changed since the last time I saw. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And it was over with. <laughs> yeah. But everybody, like, the, all the secondary characters got their chance to shine, too, when uh, when Frieza showed up on the planet and everybody came back to the rescue and they had a fight off. Oh, the, my calculations is 66 to 1. We all got to beat 66 people. We'll wipe out the whole group. <laughs> <laughs> but Yan, but um, Goku gets his moment. Uh, Gohan gets his moment. Frieza gets his. Um, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, you're, you're going back to the first... Uh, Dragon Ball Super movie, right? Or no, all right. Dragon Ball Z. This is before Dragon Ball. Which one is this? Res- Resurrection. Yeah, that's the one. With Golden Frieza. When Frieza comes back. Yeah. Okay. Because I was originally th- when you first started talking about uh, in my mind, I had the Broly movie that just came out earlier this year. No, that's the that one, one I was originally that's thinking the one you of. Were thinking? Because it's fresher in my head, mm-hmm. and we yeah. just we talked about that not too long ago. But see, I'm gonna allow this this movie to be in the <laughs> the top ten because it was a theatrical release. Yes, if it wasn't theatrical release, I'd tell you get yeah. out, get yeah. out. Um, yeah. But that was that was that, criteria on my list. Also, I wasn't gonna pull stuff out that was like. Yeah. And for for our, our uninitiated audience, yes, uh, 
Dragon Ball Z. Drag- I think this one was called Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, it's Dragon Ball Z before the F. Super Series started. Yeah. But it's a huge, huge, huge anime uh, series, um, which Dragon Ball Z lasted 200 and some odd episodes. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Super just ended. That was 134. Yeah, that we watched. <laughs> that was our some, date, that some, was like date night every other weekend. Sometimes as mini marathons. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I've I followed the Dragon Ball series since like the late '90s. So mm-hmm. um, when they when they it's 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 interesting to me that these movies are are starting to find their way into actual theaters mm-hmm. as opposed into to just, mainstream and just just opposed to uh, it's in the video store and go get it on Amazon or something. No, this is like a theatrical release. That actually and sold it made out. money. Yeah, made, yeah. Uh, the new one that I was thinking about, the Broly was, movie, yeah. that was like on the top ten uh, for the first couple months. It was out. It was in the highest um, grossing. It made top five the first weekend. Yeah, and it, well, it was top grossing in 2019 for like the first two months before yeah. the summer movie started coming yeah. in and knocking it out. But it was on there for a while. It was a top ten list mm-hmm. for quite a while. So, and most of that probably would have been word of mouth because the Frieza movie did so good that it had extended run in theaters, mm. so that when Broly came out, people didn't people didn't bullshit. They knew they had to get their money, they had to get yeah. their ticket and watch it. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I you know, and they the characters in there, uh, I guess you could consider them superheroes <laughs> um, because they have powers. They yeah. fly around and shoot things, and they have villains. They have heroes, and they have yeah. So. Yeah. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was your what number six? Yeah, number five. That was pretty good, actually. Huh? All right, number five <clears throat> from 2017. We have Logan. Oh, old man Logan. Oh, Hugh Jackman in uh, his final quote, quote final unquote. as of as of right now. <laughs> Until that, until that <laughs> dump that truck comes. Disney truck. Yeah. Hey, Mickey, how much is in this one? I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the the uh, swan song, if you will, for Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine. Um, just a fantastic job of the tone. Um, I th- when I when we originally reviewed this movie, I think my one complaint, I guess, I don't know if it'd be nitpick or complaint, but. Um, just the fact that out of he's done so many of these movies, and this one is rated R, a lot of like blood and shredding people and popping claws in people's heads and shit. Mm-hmm. So I just, th- as part of an overall franchise, this is kind of weird that we go PG thirteen through all these other movies, and then his last R. one, yeah. yeah, we're like hard R with uh, a little bit of language, but more of the violence more than anything. Not that I mind because I thought it was freaking cool <laughs> but um it was just kind of threw me off yeah. um that we're that it was going that hard with the with the with the blood and the violence and stuff but that being said uh yeah this is a, a great swan song for his character and if he never plays wolverine again that's a hell of that's a yeah it's a great way to go out um I, I think part of that's part of that is the reason why i don't want to see him return yeah. Because he he did that's a, such a good goodbye that you don't yeah. want to like ruin it by doing something. And else. plus, he on uh, Hugh Jackman himself has been on record since that movie. He's saying, "Look, I'm 50 years old. Like my body, 
Like I did good to do what I did mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> with working out, but he says I can't maintain. I cannot maintain yeah. that level of physicality that I had to go through to get in shape for that movie. And you know, in in Logan, he's already old. <laughs> he, he, well, yeah, he's older, but he didn't have to diet the way he did, and this is more like he looks. He just looks old in that movie, yeah. you know. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, I don't want to see him come back. And I know a lot of the mainstream audience, they want to see him come back because that, that's Wolverine to everybody. Mm-hmm. But you got to pass that torch, man. You got you to gotta move on. You got to get someone else fresh in there to, la- to make a franchise Last move forward. Yeah. Because even if he comes back, uh, the only thing that I would... The only way I'd like to see him come back is if it's some kind of one-off, um, like maybe uh, like the Doctor Strange movies coming out when they do mm-hmm. the multiverse of madness mm-hmm. and they go to like maybe different universes and they just happen to bump into him, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. Like it's just one-off quick. You could do a pop claw type thing, but that's it. I, I don't want to see him coming back full-time. Realistically, since they own the world now, um, I would like one of the what if animated episodes for the Disney Plus to be Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool and Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Oh, they could easily do that. Yeah. yeah. So that when if they find a replacement Wolverine for like a follow up Deadpool sequel, Wade's first words could be, hey, you're not the Wolverine I remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or something wall breaking like that. Yeah. And, the, and that's it's an easy joke and it's an easy thing that they could do. They don't even have to do what, that first part of being in the what if. It just be flat out. Um, Deadpool saying that just yeah. in general. So, um, yeah, that was my number uh, five. What are we mm-hmm. at? Yeah. Okay. My number five, you've mentioned it earlier, mm. Into the Spider-Verse. Ah. Yeah. That, um, I've watched all, mostly all the Spider-Man movies, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, this new kid. I'm sick of Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> if I hear one more Uncle Ben story, with great power comes great dodging bullets stuff, whatever. Well, I'm getting. I'm not tired of that. I'm tired of studios trying to rewrite the damn yeah. thing so many different times. <laughs> to just just say it. If you're gonna say it, say it. Don't. Yeah. With with I don't even know how they worded it in the Amazing Spider-Man, but it was it was horrible. Um, and then they tried to do it again. With with Tony and uh, and Peter in and uh, and Tony's like no no stop no no in, in um, Civil War yeah. when he's talking to him in his in his room yeah. he says it but in a different way it means the same thing mm-hmm. yeah. so just stop <laughs> just I think it, it felt good to have a completely different lead with Miles Morales um, the supporting cast let alone the supporting cast and like the in the the different Spider Men that we get to help Miles Morales on the way. Um, and visually, you can oh, do yeah. things in, the, in in animation that it's damn near impossible to pull off in you live know, action. And the story in there was freaking good. The one thing I did like about since you brought up the animation, the things you can do and can't do, um, there's um, one th- there's one scene in there where he's actually like training Miles to mm-hmm. to web swing, and one two thwip, one two thwip. but but they wrote out thwip yeah on like, like as he as effect? he sh- as yeah. he shoots it you see thwip and it's like that's neat that's something that's subtle but you know what it is right when you see it yeah. um and that was another thing about the something i didn't mention earlier was 
in this particular one, um, it was a good introduction to uh, Miles Morales. And even if you're not a big fan of that character, mm-hmm. th- this movie made him so different to not be just a token Peter Parker, a yeah. token Spider-Man. He may, they even comic book fans will say, yeah, in the comics, Miles is just uh, you know, a token Peter Parker. His base, his story is yeah. pretty much the same. It's it's very similar to Peter Parker, but you wouldn't get that vibe from Spider Verse. He's a they. I think maybe because it's the first time you saw him in the mass in the in the mass media. It's like mm-hmm. you see it in that medium of moving parts, and you can you hear a voice, you see a style. You it all presents itself differently than if it was Peter Parker, yeah. um, especially since the Peter Parker in his universe was dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and then the, another aspect of that movie was we had an older uh, Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, which in my mind is Toby's uh, Toby McGuire's Peter Parker. <laughs> I just I just wish they got him to do the voice of the older, older Parker. Yeah. Um, but that's a nitpick. That's whatever. Um, yeah. So um, there's there, there was a lot of good things about that movie. So I didn't mean to steal your thunder. But, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say about the Into the Spider Verse that we haven't already said? Not that comes to mind so far, other than all right. Good. Number okay. four. So, number four. <laughs> From 2014, we have a movie that kind of hit everybody by surprise. Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah, interesting. Is that yours? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. And the reason this is on my top ten is because as soon as, I, as, soon as the movie was over, I was walking out of the theater. I, I said it then. I'll say it again. They just created their own Star Wars franchise. Mm-hmm. This is a, it's a brand new franchise from scratch. And they just created a whole new universe within this franchise. And that was genius. They got their own unique cast of characters, um, setting, um, everything, every quirks about the characters, how they interact with each other. Um, and it's since they're outer space, it doesn't necessarily have to tie into anything uh, with Earth-based Avenger stuff, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they can if they want, and they did, <laughs> obviously. obviously. Um, but uh, they can go off and do their own adventures, Without having anything to do um, with the the rest of the Avengers uh, movies, and that's a good thing because you want to have something that's standalone. You don't want to. I think that's one of the things about certain uh, Marvel movies that alienate some people. Is oh god, I have to watch this movie, and there's twenty two other movies before it, or mm-hmm. what? I don't want to sit through all that just to watch this movie. Yeah. You know, so there's that. But um, anyway, I, you know, another good thing about this movie is is um, I think if they weren't already names before, you know, uh, Chris Pratt became household name after this, for sure, mm-hmm. after this. I mean, yeah, he was on Parks and Rec and things like that, but I don't think he was as well-known as he is now. Yeah. Uh, Batista got his... That was his biggest break yeah. in, in Hollywood that I can think of. He's done. And I some, think he's now riding that momentum. Yeah. It's well, been a couple of years. Yeah, well, but yeah, but it's it's one of those things where... Um, he's he'd done a lot of movies, but it was all like straight to video and, and, mm-hmm. and like bouncer roles or, or fight, you know, yeah. playing to his type of his physical yeah. type, which Drax kind of is. But his character is way out of his well, character is of Dave Batista, and yeah. I think that what opened up a lot of people's eyes to his comedic timing, also mm-hmm. his delivery of lines. He's got a good sense of of timing on, on a yeah. lot of the stuff. 
Um, and then, of course, James Gunn just knocking it out with the, the writing and directing. So, um, yeah, so that's my number four is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And I do like part one more than part two, so don't of be Of course. Think, yeah. yeah. My number four. Number four. <laughs> one of these had to be on the list. Um, and a lot of this goes back to one of our, um, our back episodes of Pop Culture Rewind. Okay. Our special edition where we did our Marvel Madness Tournament live at Comic Palooza. Oh, God. That thing. Did we yeah. ever air? I don't think we ever aired that one. Yeah, we did. We, I think we did. Yeah. The first Avengers movie. The first Avengers. That's the your number four. first yeah. Avengers That's your movie. number four. Huh? Yeah. All right. You know, we it, it's it's easy. But wasn't that your number one? In the no, it no? wasn't. It was number... It wasn't number one in my bracket. Yeah. Um... It's it's easy to say, oh well, why is it Endgame? Because you've built up to all, all these other movies, right? But by then, you ha- uh, at least for me, you had some um, some some near misses and some that just for whatever reason didn't land for me. But when this first Avengers movie came out, for me, I I I know there's a lot of people that don't like the first Thor movie. I didn't think it was bad at all. There's people that don't like um, the second Iron Man movie. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that bad at all. Um, for me, it felt like the first Avengers was a great payoff to everything we had. And um, just the, f- the first time of seeing everybody yeah. together, Iron Man and fucking Thor bickering about mm-hmm. Loki and then Captain America shutting them all up. Right. You know, and it, it just I felt like that was a better payoff for me. The first Avengers movie. From start to finish, yeah. there's no fucking let up in that movie. Like everything's no. cohesive. Every yeah. you'll sit, you'll sit there. That's a two and a half hour movie. I'll watch from start to finish. Yeah, you know, Avengers Endgame. That's an awesome culmination of over a decade of shit. But goddamn, that's three hours of my life I can't give up. Especially when you're telling me that the last forty five minutes is probably like the best forty five minutes ever. But forty five minutes does not a movie make. Talking about Endgame, right? Yeah, talking yeah. about Endgame. Yeah. Same thing with Infinity War. You know, the Infinity War, the, it was pretty cohesive, but it it I said this on our review episode. It's two and a half hours of middle. There's no beginning to that. <laughs> a movie, really good middle, and though. There's no end either, <laughs> so I can't classify that as a movie. So when I went back and looked at the at, at the the movies on my list, the one that 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 works for me the best is the first Avengers movie. So that's my number. Four. Number four, huh? All right. Yeah. All right. So my uh <clears throat> oh we're in the top three now. Yeah. Oh this is where uh <laughs> this is where the three wrestlers were staying in the ring at Royal Rumble and they'll all stare and point at the WrestleMania sign. Nobody gets that. Yeah. <laughs> Someone got that. Someone got that. I know it. I have faith. I have faith in the people. All right, number three. Before you say your th- your top three. Yeah. My top three are movies that you've already picked. I, I assumed that. Yeah. I think that's why I went high when you went low. <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa. Yeah. Giggity. Yeah. All right. Uh, number three. three. From 2014, I have Captain America, The Winter oh, Soldier. Oh, your turn. Yes, sir. What did um, it for you? Um, the fact that with this movie included in the MCU, um, it gives... Um, some credence to the fact that not all superhero movies are the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you can change up the genre within the genre. You can have a a, a spy thriller, 
within the superhero genre. The bank and, heist. And yeah, and still uh, come off like almost flawlessly this way. Um, the the carryover that we got from the introduction of Bucky from the first movie to what he becomes and their rea- the relationship between the two characters mm-hmm. um, pays off really well in this movie. Um, it's just everything you said also too. Um, but this was just, I think if you really think about it, this, this is kind of almost like the, the genesis of the storytelling uh, styles that we're getting going t- going forward with MCU, especially in phases two or three. Yeah, for sure. Um, doesn't hurt the fact that the the Russo brothers were behind it, and mm. um, I think the the same writers from the first Captain America movie yeah. um, was all be so the creative team was there, um, and yeah, it was within the MCU, but turn all that other stuff off, and you just have a a, a good uh, political spy thriller, you know, man against government type of thing, and yeah, it everything worked out great in this movie. Um, I, I I really, if I had any flaws to say on this one, it it would be from the first viewing, you get kind of lost in who the villain is. Mm-hmm. You know, you forget about Baron Zemo being in there yeah. because it's so focused on because he's a freaking computer program that ha- that cuts off halfway through the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, no, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Never mind. I'm thinking Civil War. Eh. Um, so, but the, the, the point is, it's just um, the the the, um, the the story aspects of what they were doing in Winter Soldier. Um, with it's still the political stuff. You still have the government. In this case, you have the the heads of of Shield, mm-hmm. and the reveal of what happened, what, what they were actually doing this whole time. Just a a, a really cool reveal. And then uh, that elevator scene. Yeah, that's the one thing we didn't talk about. Um, th- come on now, the, the fight scene for for a political movie. You would think, um, just just like a throwback to old political movies or spite or political thrillers. Um, there's not a lot of action in them. Yeah. Um, compared to other Marvel movies in this era, there really isn't a lot. But what there is, it's freaking good, man. The elevator scene, mm-hmm. um, the fight scene at the end where they're both on, on the top and they fall out and yeah. Bucky winds up saving Cap even though... And then you start questioning, oh, well, how how much of that is Winter Soldier and how much of that is actually Bucky Barnes? And it just... It was so well done. And then also the uh, him escaping the the little the, the jet that's coming down mm-hmm. and he kind of... On the motorcycle and kind of jumps over. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, they did a good job of making it look like Steve just gets like flattened on, on some of these, on some of these drops that he does. Like yeah. whenever he's escaping the the building and he falls, like he purposely jumps down through the glass mm-hmm. and goes all the way to the, the lobby floor, like landing on the shield. Mm-hmm. The the way it was filmed, like it looks like he goes splat against the concrete. <laughs> right. But um, it's like, they did a good job of making him, Get his ass kicked, but he still persevered. He, yeah, because he's yeah. fucking Captain America. But dude, but that clip where Cap throws the shield and Bucky catches it with his bionic arm and yeah. just turns around and looks at him, gives him that scowl. Yeah, man, there's a lot of good like moments in this movie that stand out to me. Yeah, in the uh, oh, there's that also the uh, the scene with the uh, Fury and in his in his truck. In his truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good scene. There's a lot of good like good moments in this, yeah. and the, yeah, the the action sequences are are good. I think, mm-hmm. and 
Yeah. And I want to say, uh, you know, Scarlett Johansson. Mm. I think that's the, the, she looks, I mean, I, she's attractive anyways, but I think in this movie, I think she's, uh, uh, they did something with her hair or something. I don't know, but she. Just wait till Black Widow. No, I don't want to. No. All right. So that was my, uh, that was my number three. My number three. Yes. 2014. Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah. <laughs> the winner of my bracket from March. That's from right. Yeah, that's what Madness. it was. Yeah. For everything you said, it's its own entity. You don't. You. It. I don't think of the Avengers when I see Guardians. Guardians could be their own group. I would have thought you could have done a Civil War esque type movie between the Guardians of the Galaxy and some of, some of the Avengers. Yeah. That's how separated in my mind they are. Like they can do their own. They can have. They don't even have to be in every Avengers movie. Just have them do their own thing. Yeah. You know. Um, baby Groot. <laughs> you know, for all the casual people, they there's there's things in there that hardcore fans, comic book fans like. There's things in there that um, casual comic book fans like, and there's things that just casual moviegoers got. Well, it was a, it, it was for everyone. It was a nice blend of action and comedy because mm-hmm. the comedy almost goes. Um, it's almost underrated. You know what? What James Gunn was did for the comedy aspect of it, like the scene where they're going over in the in their in the prison, um, when they're just going over the the plans on how to escape, and they're talking about, oh, we got to do this first, we got to do that. But Groot's like back there, he's, he's already walking back there. Do you see him in the background just tugging, tugging? <laughs> but you got to do that last. Pop, and he pops out. For, <laughs> so it's like things like that. Well, um, we could do that first and improvise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rocket, right? You know, uh, Bradley Cooper. I still can't picture. Bradley Cooper doing the voice of Rocket Raccoon because yeah. the voice doesn't fit what I know of what he looks like. There has to be a growl or something. I he guess. augments his voice in some way. Well, I don't know, but uh, yeah, and that goes the Rocket Raccoon just by himself is just a good character, and yeah. that's all Bradley Cooper's his the way he does the voice. So, yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of old school references, you know, the Walkman, naming the ship the Milano. Of course, who didn't have a crush on Alyssa Milano <laughs> as a kid, you know? Um, the visuals, man. Xandar was a very breathtaking... That Zan, the scenes of Xandar looked like a postcard that you would mail <laughs> to someone, you know? And then to contrast on the other side, such detail on the on the planet Nowhere, which is basically the skull mm-hmm. of an Eternal. Yeah. You know, just floating out there in space and everybody's mining his brain and stuff because it's because that's the like source material for the, that keeps the planet going. It, it there was a lot in that movie to take in. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that's still fresh on the table too that they mm-hmm. haven't even touched yet. Like they can explore more than uh, the uh, Nova Corps um, mm-hmm. and get Nova involved, the character of Nova. Course. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean they could do that. There's stuff there. There's, you know, uh more planets they could obviously um like we saw in the you know the 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 beginning of uh, Guardians two where they're getting the they're killing that beast or whatever for yeah. the um, Shumagorath the want the the, uh, the gold chicks um, I forget their names anyway <laughs> but I'm saying they <laughs> yeah. can always introduce other stuff new yeah. stuff that we haven't necessarily seen anywhere else mm-hmm. so and then I think that was the same one to, that had a Howard the Duck in it yes yeah the Easter yeah. Egg, the post credit scene yeah yeah, yeah. He can build his element gun. That's the one thing I don't think we've seen yet. The which one? The element gun? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll say sure. Okay. All right. You're number two. We're already on number two? Wow. All right. So, <laughs> my number two 
is going to be Avengers Infinity War. Oh, not Endgame. Okay. I just, okay. Um, I, the reason it's number two and not number one is because, you, like you said, it's not a complete movie. Mm-hmm. You, there's a lot of homework you got to do to get into it. And then if you want to see the conclusion of it, uh, you got to watch Endgame. That's a hard... It, it, it's a hard movie to digest if you um, if you haven't been invested. Yeah, and it's a it's a great piece, right? Like like we said, it's two hours and thirty minutes of really good middle, you know. And a casual person can watch it and say, "Wow, that's interesting." That that I I, I get it, but they won't be as emotionally invested right. as us, right? That have been in it since for a decade, Iron Man one, yeah, for <laughs> ten years, yeah. yeah. Um, now there is a caveat to that. Because I was thinking about doing this, actually. Uh-oh. I was actually thinking about doing... Um, Combining them both into one slot? Into one... Infinity War and Endgame as one entity. Mm-hmm. Um, because to me, that's a full movie. Yeah. If that's the case, that would be number my number one. But I'm not doing that, so it's not my number one. Okay. You could probably guess what my number one is by this <laughs> point. But before I get that, what is your number two? My number two... It's a gut punch to my soul, man. I can't remember. And we talked about this when we when we did the review. I can't remember the last time that a story got me to the point that I felt something emotional. We laugh at all these movies, you know, all these comedy movies or comic book movies. We have positive reactions, you know. Um, get a good, decent horror movie and you get a good scare out of mm-hmm. you. But I can't remember the last time I shed tears at a movie. <laughs> Not to mention sitting next to another grown-ass man, also shedding tears. You and I watched Logan together. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the noir version, I feel, is even better. I mean, you would think just the lack of colors mm-hmm. wouldn't make that much of a difference, but telling the story that you're telling, yeah. you know, this kind of is your mutant version of Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah. And having it in black and white, just it, it adds another element. I uh, wish I would have seen it. I think it was in the theater for like a week. In IMAX, you could have seen the noir version, but um, yeah, it was limited time. It was very limited. Yeah. But regardless, my number two is Logan. That's a that's a hell of a goodbye for for uh, Hugh Jackman for our, what was it, eighteen years, eighteen years ago, two thousand one, right? Was the first two thousand two thousand? Yeah, yeah. 19, 18 years. Yeah, long time. Hell yeah! So that's a, that's a hell of a goodbye. Yeah, and this and you built a, and you and you built a perfectly solid platform to if you want to continue the story through. Uh, Daphne Keene is X twenty three. Yeah, more than welcome to do it, and I've, and they've already got my money for that because they, that's a what you, it's we've spent all the time talking about Hugh Jackman's performance, but the sto- there's never been, there's been very few stories of passing the torch mm-hmm. that it's believable enough that you're willing to see the next movie with the torch passed. Right, and I think they did a damn good job telling that story of passing it from Hugh to uh, to Daphne. Well, the well only, from Wolverine the, to twenty three. The, the the problem with that was two twofold. One, it's in the future. Well, the, yeah, it, yeah, it's in the future. So all the characters that sh- you would have wanted her to be with, they're already dead, pretty mm-hmm. much, right? And two, um, she's a grown kid. Yeah. You know, so unless she's got some kind of genetic mutation that she's not going to grow anymore. <laughs> but that's beside the point. Yeah. She's going to keep growing. She's not going to be that little girl that 
we saw her in this movie. Mm-hmm. So, which is fine because I, th- I think even in the comics, she's like an adult now. Yeah. I, 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 I like could an 18 year old, 17 year old. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, that could be a thing, but it wouldn't be exactly the way, the way we saw her in that movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude. And yeah, you, you got me thinking about that last little scene where she's saying goodbye to him. God damn it, all this. Now I'm getting emotional thinking about it. <laughs> they turned the cross into the X. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my heart. Having, having her flashbacks? <laughs> <laughs> You're number one. Oh, my number one. Okay. If it wasn't obvious. Yeah. It should be more grandstanding. Number one. <laughs> it's Avengers. <laughs> Oh, Ultron, huh? Yeah, yeah that's it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, 2012, Avengers, uh, the first Avengers movie, obviously for the same reasons you said before. Oh, you're picking the first Avengers. Yeah, would you, would you really think Age of Ultron? No, no I thought you were going to pick Endgame. No. <laughs> because you went, you went off how if you would combine the two, that would have been your number one. And then he's like, oh, no. this is obviously my number one. It's like, oh, you're picking Endgame. I, the thing, the reason, and, and not, not towards you personally, but we had this discussion slash argument when we were doing our bracket that it's easy to just pick Endgame because right. that's the freshest of right. the entire story. And that's right. what, when you went on that on your discussion earlier about um, Infinity War, it sounded like that was going to be <laughs> your number one. So it threw, it, yeah, I'm a little thrown off. But so yeah, okay. the the first the Avengers. First Avengers. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and just to follow up on that, the only reason I did I picked Infinity War over Endgame is because I think it was more daring to end it the way they did. Oh yeah. And then oh. and also, um, also I I just prefer. I think we talked about this before. Like I prefer Infinity War over Endgame. Mm-hmm. Not to say that like you're saying the last forty five minutes or whatever. Oh, perfect <laughs> it, for in-game. It's just magnificent. Um, not not to quote the collector, magnificent, <laughs> magnificent. Um, but uh, I didn't mean to. I, yeah, that's a nice little comment. So, um, yeah, that's that's why I stuck with Infinity War for number two. But number one, Avengers. And the reason I picked uh, Avengers as number one over Infinity War is because if Avengers did not work, I don't think we would have got to the level of where we got all the way to Infinity War. There wouldn't have been Infinity War if Avengers didn't work. Yeah. So, and I think there's something more, I think, special about it, about Avengers. Your first time is always going to be special. Yeah, I think so. Your your first interactions between seeing these, these characters. And t- I still remember um, going into the movie for the first time thinking, okay, are they... How are they going to be? You know, is it like, you know, sometimes when you're you're if you're reading comics, and you're used to a character being in one title, and then you're doing a big crossover event thing, and then that character goes over to another title, and it's like drawn by like another artist or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was thinking it's going to be something like that, to where okay, we're going to have Iron Man, but he's going to have like different armor, he's going to look different yeah. or something, or he's going to sound different. No. They kept all the designs, well, except for Hulk, obviously, but um, Thor, Captain America, uh, Iron Man. Well, well, hold on. Except for Captain America's costume, which that was the one thing I did not like about Avengers, was that horrendous Captain America costume. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know what uh, Whedon was thinking with that. (laughs) That was... Too old school. Is gross. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I'm glad they ditched that heavily as soon as they could. But um, but just seeing all of them, the way we've already seen them in the past movies, 
interacting in the same movie together for the first time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was some. That was our first introduction to uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo as as Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, them all seeing the big uh, shot of them, the hero shot of all of them back to back, all uh, yeah. getting ready for, to fight. Um, it's more iconic, I think. There's a lot yeah. more iconic moments in that one. Um, one thing you didn't mention, I'll, I'll throw it out here. One of my favorite moments of that movie is Hulk and Thor standing there, and just Hulk just pop, just, just <laughs> knocks the shit out of Thor. Then uh, the Hulk grabbing Loki, slamming him back and forth. Oh no, uh, mine, puny mine, god. Yes, mine's one that I I um I can relate to very easily. Where <laughs> Cap, Cap tells Hulk, "Now would be a good time for you to get angry." And I yeah. was like, "That's my secret, Cap." I'm always angry. Just turns around, rah, punches that thing in the mouth. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of iconic scenes in in that Avengers movie. The only thing I don't don't like about that is it. I feel that that aspect of his character hasn't been translated over to other movies because if he can just Hulk out at any time because he's always angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. This seems kind of weird. Like we we would have better control over Banner Hulk mm-hmm. in the future movies, but it just seemed like he that was convenient that he could. Hulk out right then and there for no reason, just because he's always angry. But other than that, um, the the pros in this movie is so good. Um, and not to mention everybody who's introduced to Shwarma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's my number one. Avengers. So so what is your, that was my number one? Which yeah. which you're you're gonna close this thing out just like you wanted to. Uh, <laughs> With uh, with your number one, what is your number one? Man, my number one. Personal tugs at the heartstrings. All right, I'm gonna know. I know what it, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking Deadpool. Come on, <laughs> I've seen this from the moment that clip aired. I was like, man, it's been ten, it was ten years before from. I think it was about ten years from that clip. From no, it was ten years from Deadpool in X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, the, and then that clip leaked out about five years later, yeah. or six years later, and then all the fuss is Fox gonna do it? They pulled it off. Oh, Ryan's back in. Oh, he's out. All this, and then when we finally got the trailer, and then we finally got the movie, um, again breaking the, not only breaking the fourth wall, but breaking the template of a superhero movie. Yeah. You know, every other movie like Batman or Spider Man or Wonder Woman, you, you're waiting at least an hour and a half through origin fodder mm. to actually see a glimpse of what the hero actually is. Nah, within the first 60 seconds, he's suited, he's armed, he's ready to kick ass. That opening scene, which was kind of like a, a carbon copy of the leaked footage that we that, right. that actually got that movie onto the screen anyway, I, I knew what I was going to get myself into. And Ryan Reynolds, it's, it's I just find it weird that Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds are never in the same room at the same time. <laughs> so you just got to think about that for a second. Yeah. Um, yeah. The comedy was off the wall. The fourth wall breaking. McAvoy or Stewart, you know. Well, so different. It it was, yeah. yeah. And it was for the first time that uh, general audiences were was introduced to to Deadpool and what he's yeah. all about. And and some actually might have gotten tricked. Huh? <laughs> Those tra- the trailers that they like cut up as like a do- uh, like a chick flick because it came out on Valentine's weekend. Oh yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it sold itself as something completely different. Well, I saw some. There's billboards. <laughs> yeah. There are billboards that were that were designed to be like it was like a romantic comedy. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> that was uh the, that was another thing. Yeah. Um. The marketing on that, uh, leading up to that movie, was yeah. perfection. I thought. Uh. The, the it had everybody talking. 
before yeah. the movie even dropped. That February, yeah. that was the highest up to up to a couple of movies uh, up to Joker that recently came out. Deadpool was the highest grossing R-rated right. movie yeah. ever. Yeah. And just that's that's something to hold your shocked head. everybody. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah. What was it? Fifteen million dollar budget or twenty something, something like, like that. that? Yeah. For it to go into like the was it almost a billion? It was like nine hundred nine hundred million or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that was a that's smart my, move. Yeah. Yeah, that's my number one. That's obvious. All right. So yeah. that was that's our <laughs> top ten. That's our top ten superhero movies of, of the, the tens. Of the tens, is yeah. that what you call it? Yeah, they call the the eight. You had the eighties, nineties. What do you call the new millennium? What do you call the well, the millennium? No, you call is that what you call it? You call it something else? That, call that it? first decade. What do you call that first decade of the, the new the new the new? Uh, you don't call it the new, the new century. No, <laughs> the millennium. The millennium. I get. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That seems weird. Or the double O's. And then, then what do you call the ten? You just call them the tens. The tens. That yeah. sounds weird, right? <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> I mean, I guess. The twenties, the thirties, the forties, yeah. the fifties, the sixties. We're in the tens. Yeah. So it's the. 10s. It just sounds weird. <laughs> it doesn't sound like. like not enough syllables. Inspiring. It's not enough. Not enough syllables. Yeah. The, the tens. Tens what? <laughs> anyway, um, before we lose everybody on this. <laughs> so, um, oh, I did uh, when when you, when you told me about this, I uh, I did some extra credit. Oh, extra credit. Yeah. What could you have possibly done? Well, since we're talking about superhero movies in the last decade, I was thinking, well, there's been some good superhero TV shows also. Ah. So I decided, since I, you know, I watch some TV, you don't so much. Mm-hmm. Cause well, because you have every service under the sun, so you have access to a plethora of shows, of content. Yes, and... Plethora was the word of the day. So, <laughs> good job. Number five. Number five. Agents of Shield. Yes. And the reason I'm saying Agents of Shield is because when you first say, "Really, them? This is the is one of the best superhero shows of the decade." Yes, because first it was the first TV show that came out during the early stages of the MCU mm-hmm. that atten- at least attempted to tie in. It was yeah. an ambitious project because you have a weekly schedule as mm-hmm. opposed to like a yearly schedule mm-hmm. with the movies. Didn't really pan out so much, especially with Winter Soldier. Just yeah. kind of fucked all them over. But the payoff was already in the first episode because if you just watched the Avengers movie six months ago at the theater and you yeah. saw Agent Coulson was dead, yeah. and then the first 60 seconds out of the fucking shadows is, oh my God, Agent Coulson, you're already setting a blueprint for something that you're not expecting. Well, here's and here's why I'm, I'm sticking this... With this on my list mm-hmm. is because for the first you know first couple seasons it was trying to t- it was trying to follow along but then mm-hmm. because of Inner Soldier they just they're like oh fuck we gotta we gotta something. branch off and they were kind of floundering for a while but then Ghost Rider they they brought in they started doing different they started not worrying about what was going on in the MCU when they just started veering off to their own thing one of them was Ghost Rider which was amazing, amazing. Um, then they went into life model decoys life model decoys now then they went to outer space and the future and all this other stuff so they're they're doing their own thing um, and it's and it's at least entertaining like mm-hmm. um, you can say what you will about the show just in general it's not the best obviously but 
they're they're the little engine that could, mm-hmm. you know, basically. And um, they were supposed to end like two seasons ago, and, and then ABC wanted more. You yeah. want to do another round? Sure. Yeah, and then that you was do another round. Yeah, sure. So yeah, so <laughs> now this season come up is apparently apparently the last, the last season. One. Yeah, as the last two seasons were too. Yeah. So anyway, that's my number five. So, my number, number four. four from the DC Universe app, Ooh. Doom Patrol. Ah, yes. Um, so let me get this straight. Yeah. Top five shows of the decade. Right. And you have a show that's only been on one season. Yes. Okay. Defend um, yourself, sir. Uh, I don't def- You haven't seen the show. I don't defend. <laughs> but uh, so the people that are listening that might have the same question that I. Do. Well, if you've seen the show, that you know is it's so, it is so out there and so off the wall bananas as far as what they do because they were they're they actually were true to source to the to the material of the comics, mm-hmm. which in the comics they were in a way kind of breaking the fourth wall. They were explaining this show breaks the doesn't break the fourth wall. It takes a fucking dump. Takes a fucking like bazooka to it and just <laughs> blows it all away. Um, Alan Tudyk in this as, oh, yeah. as, as the villain, ah, <laughs> chef kiss, because um, he's he's all, not only is he narrating, um, like he's one like he's an audience member like talking about what's going on, but then we get scenes of him like like explaining to us like on camera what's like you know get a little of these guys over here so <laughs> it's very um very self-aware of what they're doing mainly for his character mm-hmm. uh but but the the story it's i mean the characters themselves the way the the characters interact with each other um it's just it's 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 uh very interesting it's a very interesting show um it's nothing like you've ever seen before like any other comic book shows i'll, I'll it's just so weird. Like every episode, I didn't know what I was getting myself into because uh, you really don't know where they're going because it's it's fucking out there, like and not in a bad way. Like it's it's out there, but like holy shit, what are they fucking doing? You know, um, they and they're they're going for a second season, right? Yeah, okay. but that's that's is that still touch and go? No, it's it's going, it's, but it's, it's going? going to be for the HBO Max. Um, oh, and DC app, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna touch on that subject later. later. <laughs> um, okay, so that's my number four. Number three. Number three. Oh, by the way. Oh, uh, Doom Patrol. Also, the return of Brendan Fraser. Mm. That alone. Okay. Is worth it. Okay. So number three uh, from Amazon. Uh, the boys. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you is seen that it? supposed to be like? Is that when you describe how trippy and out there Doom Patrol is? Is that the equivalent of the boys? Because the boys is fucking out there. The seven, like if yeah. like if the Avengers were corporate, yeah. and they had their own agenda and shit. Holy fuck! <laughs> I think you've seen it. Then. I, oh, I love it. I've read, <laughs> season two trailers already came out, and I'm I'm psyched for that. Yeah, yeah. Fucking boys, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it's not so much out there like Doom Patrol is, but it's more. I don't want to say shock value for what they do on on the boys, but it's it's interesting when humans have to fight a corporation of of superheroes. It's kind of like the Legion of Doom, but they're the ones that the yeah. moral high ground. Yeah. <laughs> so watch so watching like a shattered glass version of that, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. And I like that they how um 
Carl Urban's character, the butcher, is just like he knows how to pick off one by one their weaknesses. Mm. Yeah. And right when he gets to the main guy, oh, let me turn the table on you. We got, I found your kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And that's the, always the uh, the end of that one. So yeah. that's where the second one's going to play off on it. But yeah. Um, it's just a fun cast, too. Yeah. Um, I, it, it, I, I'll, I'll say this. If you're a, a, a fan of the comic itself, um, it, 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 they do pull a lot of the source material. It's very toned down from the comic. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's my uh, that's my number three. That was or maybe a, they're saving it for the next season. No, nah, they can't. You don't want to go they, too hard, too fast. They, they, well, they've already gone past some of the story points from the in the first oh. season. But anyway, um, so that's my number three. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Uh, Daredevil from uh, Netflix. Uh. Yeah. Um, you had your Jessica Jones and your and your Luke Cage and the the the, the Iron Fist and the Defenders. Those mm-hmm. are okay. It was fine. Whatever. And you had Punisher. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's it. Um, but uh, yeah, Daredevil. Something about Daredevil. The way Charlie Cox pr- plays uh, Matt Murdock. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing the costume and just the the theme of every of the show itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way everything plays off. Um, just so good. It's like. Uh, you're watching mature. Uh, com- it's like it's for uh, mature adults, but they <laughs> but it's for but for superhero fans. Um, and and uh, season one, I think episode two, you get that badass hallway fight scene with him. The one single shot, and he's going in and out of all the doors, and you see bodies flying out back and forth, and doors breaking <laughs> down. It's great. Um, and I the last thing on the rumor mill is. Charlie Cox and uh, John Berthal are both going to be going to the MCU. Nice. So no word. I mean, um, they're gonna. They said that Luke Cage will be recast. I would. Oh, and also Iron Fist will be recast. No word on Jessica Jones, but um, as long as Daredevil is in the MCU, as with Charlie Cox's performance of Mm -hmm. him and. I think John Perthall is ready for the oh yeah that 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 version of Punisher. It's gonna be weird seeing them in the MCU, but it's gonna be fucking cool. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Um, all right, so that was my number two. Number one. Number one. Um, you'll probably call you'll probably say this is the cop out, but my number one superhero TV show is. The entire Arrowverse on the CW. Come out! <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, so, what? if the entire Arrowverse is your number one, why isn't your entire Marvel Netflix number two? Because those shows were... <laughs> um, they were okay. Just wanted to cover that. Yeah, because I, I find um, all three seasons of Daredevil merit of their own to be on my list. Mm-hmm. Jessica Jones, season one and eh, season no no, two. no 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 season one date was was because of David Tennant. Season, season two, two was horrible. Was there a season three? Yeah, there was. I already forgot about it. Um, Iron Fist is yeah. it, we've already talked about Iron Fist and how bad that was. Yeah. Um, Luke Cage. I like Mike Coulter as Luke Cage, but his so do I. but his seasons either drag on too long or he's. His character's not made for long going series, I, th- mm-hmm. I don't think. And then um, the, I def- think the ser- Defenders just fell apart yeah. altogether. I think uh, shows like The Boys and uh, Watchmen set a good example of seven to eight 
is enough. If you're going 10, 12, 13, 14, when you're trying to stretch it out just because you need content rather than quality in your episodes, yeah. that's going a little too far. Yeah. And that's my one issue with uh, the Arrowverse, actually, is that they do go on for 22, 23 episodes yeah. every that's, season. That's a network it, television. It, they they use yeah. at least 20 to 25 episodes it, a season. It does get very repetitive on their story plots. However... And when you say Arrowverse, that includes... Well, well my original pick was just Flash. But... Um, I started thinking about Crisis that I'm watching right now. And then I'm thinking, well, Arrow started it, and Arrow is hit or miss because there have been seasons I just dropped out of altogether. But the last season of Arrow, oh, my God, it's been so good. Um, Legends of Tomorrow started off. The later seasons of Legends of Tomorrow, I think, got better because they realized what they were, which is basically Deadpool, Mm -hmm. uh, just with their humor. It was very self-aware, Breaking the fourth wall, mentioning other things, like being very meta. Yeah. Um, How about Black Lightning? I, I, I've, I've watched. Do you watch it just because you feel like you have to? I don't watch it. I watch like the first couple episodes. Oh, really? It's, it's, just, it's another CW show, but mm-hmm. but the, the the reason I'm I'm mentioning them all because all together as part of this universe, it is the most comic book thing yeah. that's on TV. Especially Crisis right now. Well, especially Crisis. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But when I how many cameos have we seen in Crisis, and we're only three episodes out of five in. Yeah. The um, the the, the, the I was originally going with Flash only because that show in particular was more focused on the comic book aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Like you had your talking gorillas and your and your mutated king sharks and all this other stuff. You, you had the Speed Force, and they're they're pulling a lot of stuff from the source material. It feels more consistent out of all the franchises in that Arrowverse, I would think. Yeah, um, but then I start thinking about well, Arrow. I, I kind of like Arrow because um, they they're trying to almost make him like a Batman type character. But there and there were seasons that focused too much on uh, him and the, the chick that he was the the, the whole romance thing mm-hmm. for the CW crowd. Um, but you get past those and you you have good shows. Mm-hmm. My problem with a lot of those shows, again, is going back to the number of episodes. And and then they started fixing some of that because this last season of Arrow was only eight or nine episodes. Um, Legends of Tomorrow, uh, the last couple of seasons have been like 10, 16 episodes or whatever. So they're shortening those down. So it's not as long as like your Flash and your Arrows. And Especially like if you have more franchises now. Yeah. It's better to condense some of the episodes, some of the seasons, and get more of your franchise's time yeah. rather than bleed one of them out. And then you have Supergirl. Now, Supergirl, um, from a story uh, aspect, it's horrible. It sucks. Season one was so bad, I dropped out. Well, it got worse because then they started bringing in social justice stuff and political stuff. and it was, It's pretty bad. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that on it on its own as as a top five. However, and this is a, a, something I have an issue with with a lot of the CW stuff. Mm-hmm. If you take out this quote CW stuff, you have really good comic book shows. Yeah. And that's why I find myself. I, I do still have Supergirl on my DVR, but what I do is I, I play the the superhero stuff. And I fast forward when, the talking. when two chicks start talking. I, fa- <laughs> I fast forward because I don't give a shit. I just so want to see. So you. So it sounds like you're not gonna watch a world's finest where it's super. It's Supergirl and Batwoman, huh? Yeah, it's. <laughs> they're teasing that. Yeah, they, I think they said. I think they announced yeah. it uh, a while back. But um, and they're making a, Adventures of Superman and, and Lois Lane. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which I'm still on the fence on that cast because I don't know if I that's like CW perfection right there. Lois <laughs> Lane and Superman. That's a CW crowd. Yeah, or an Oxygen crowd. Yeah, <laughs> I just that's that's what it kind of it makes me mad about those shows is because if they didn't cater to that audience, um, you would have really solid superhero shows, but they get bogged down. With Problem is, very good superhero shows without the stuff to entice the casuals might not have enough viewers for that kind of show to keep going. Well, then what you have with that is the DCU uh, shows, like your Titans and mm-hmm. your Doom Patrol and your Swamp Thing. But yeah, it's a very niche. Um, and by the way, I did want to include Swamp Thing in this list. It's an honorable mention. Um, but uh, with all the controversy all the, yeah, with the BS, it of it get, it and- with it getting canceled, and it actually ended on a goddamn cliffhanger. Can you believe that? They knew it was ending, and they didn't change the ending to not have it a cliffhanger. But who um, knows? But and that's so. Yeah, originally, like I just had Flash listed, and it was like number four or five. Yeah. But I was thinking, goddamn, dude! Like everything that the CW does, like that whole Arrowverse stuff, together when they don't BS, if they don't worry about Cut all the, the fat, worry about what the meat in front of you. Because yeah. if you go in there, if you're a comic book fan, you're going to like the CW stuff. You just have to fast forward or get past all the... You need the, a Dragon Ball Z Kai, a lot of that stuff. Yes. <laughs> Another reference Soma gets. <laughs> all killer, no filler. Yeah. But anyway, that's that was it's a, a quick little list I came up with uh, mm-hmm. for, like I said, my extra credit for this episode. <laughs> Hope you appreciate that. So... Um, I'm surprised I watched a lot of that stuff that's on your list. I don't think of to myself that I watch a lot of television other than like... Sports and stuff, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and wrestling, yeah, and wrestling, yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's going to uh, call. It. I was almost uh, this episode will be coming out uh, towards the end of the year, so I hope everyone uh, had a nice uh, Merry Christmas or uh, Happy Holidays or whatever Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, you know, whatever, whatever you celebrate. Yeah. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, or have a happy new year, all that stuff. Or if you don't celebrate everything, happy December. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Um, you made it enjoy your month. Year. You made it through another year. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, mortals. So I'll, uh, this episode, I, I don't know the, uh, the exact order right now, but I'm going to, this episode and, uh, myself and Xavier will be doing a review of the rise of Skywalker. Lucky bastards! The last, uh, last Star Wars movie, but we'll have our chance to talk about it too. Great, because because you have yet to see that movie. Well, that too. Xavier yeah. has yet to see that movie. Yeah. Not only have I already seen it twice, I saw it before I got here. <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just gonna steal a phrase from you. <laughs> Whose fault is that? Because <laughs> um, that's exactly what you tell me if I said that. What you just said, I know. Yeah. Um, so the point, the reason I was bringing that up is because, um, like, we have this episode that you're listening to right now, um, in the Star Wars review episode. That's on the pipe. And, and then, then also the year in review for 2019. Yeah. Um, which we'll be doing. And then that way we can, we can we'll wax get, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That sounded dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that's when uh, you can give your thoughts about the uh, Rise of Skywalker also. Yeah. So, because I'm sure that'll come up at some point in that episode. Yeah. I'm at 35 movies this year. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've made a list of my, the movies I've seen, too. But my movies, um, and I'll go into this in the, the next episode, but uh, the, the movies I've seen include like movies that I went to in the theater, 
and also some that were released Netflix on Amazon were just original exclusives like yeah. on Netflix things like that so um yeah so um I think that's going to wrap this show up here mm-hmm. so hope you guys enjoyed our episode again like I said before what's your what's your uh favorite superhero uh movies of the last decade tell us leave a comment for the episode or Wikipedia is your friend. Make sure that they are in this decade. My my knee jerk reaction was to put Iron Man on this <laughs> list. <laughs> yeah, that no. <laughs> I almost you know what I almost had an honorable mention list. Uh I was I put an honorable mention of Dread. Oh yeah. And then yeah, um that was, was good too. I was gonna put honorable mention of Watchmen, but that was two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. So that's one year removed mm-hmm. from uh the cutoff time. So Anyway, um, so yeah, that's going to call the show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, as always, don't forget to pop Pop your culture. culture. Mm. Guys. Oh, there you go. Yes. Ow!
Oh, we're trying this again, huh? Am I less like Barry White now? I can only hope. Bit. I can get only hope. It'd be funny is if I sounded like Barry White. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing turns me on more than the sexy slither of a latest snake. Oh, baby. <laughs> He's laughing because I closed my eyes before I dropped that ooh, baby line, just like Barry would in the moment. When he's dropping well, you know, notes. when I do my Barry White, that's that's what I do. That's how I do my impersonation, too. Never ever going to give you up. <laughs> hey, I just saw uh, Dolomite Is My Name uh, with Eddie Murphy on uh, Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you heard of that one? No. You haven't? Oh, no. you should. If you like anything from Eddie Murphy back in the 80s. Speaking of which, did you see him last night? Yes, I did. How was it? It was good. Well, he was good. Any this, uh, of course, he brought back his old characters. The, uh, of course, he, uh, see, Mister Robinson's Neighborhood was like the first one they did. Mm-hmm. Then they brought in Gumby, Buckwheat, and then uh, Velvet Jones. So, I was kind of disappointed they didn't do James Brown. <laughs> Maybe he can't hit the high notes anymore like he used to. Yeah, but uh, it was fine. Like his stuff was funny, um, but just, eh. I don't know who Lizzo is. She was the artist. Oh, Lizzo. Uh, yeah. I'm already kind of burned out on Lizzo. Never heard of her until, like, did she, like, she twerk, sing, or, she twerk she or something sings, at a Lakers game? She sings, she raps, she plays the flute. Uh, she wore a thong dress at a Lakers, at Lakers game. game, right? And she twerked yeah. it. That's what, that's what I was, that's the only yeah. way I know about her name that She's she She's got exists. a few hits, but it's like, all right, I get it. Lizzo's a big deal. All right, I get it. Lizzo's a big oh. deal. All right, I get it. Big and beautiful. All right, cool. That's you know, I, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a proponent of that. You know, I don't mind. But at some point, when you when you hear something loud enough, and it's pop culture in general, it's not just Lizzo. Yeah, you know. But that's just an example, a recent example. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, it was good. <laughs> you mean Eddie Murphy or Lizzo? What do you think, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> well, it's hard to tell. They're both black. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Reiterate, this show is not for kids. <laughs> good night, everybody. Yeah. Da, 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 da. It's a good thing you ignored the internet for the Skywalker. Story. Oh yeah, I haven't posted anything. I'm gonna say. I know. I've been proud of you. Because <laughs> so many people got butt hurt about the last. What was it? Uh, Endgame or whatever. Mm. So uh, two weeks. People have two weeks. <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie after fourteen days, whose fault is that? <laughs> Technically, there's no statute limitations on that. It's just not being a dick. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. It, it's even then. Like there, uh, you'd be surprised how many people don't understand the concept that these movies are actually shown a day or two earlier sometimes, yeah. and you can catch tickets earlier. Yeah. So like ninety percent of the the stuff on my list I saw the Thursday before the movies even right. came out. So if I would have said something before, technically commercials are telling you that it's the that's when the shows are released. I would kind of look like a like a dick. <laughs> kinda, a very small, cold dick. So, yeah. So two weeks, that's the stat. That's my statute of limitations. Well, as long as you hold off until Tuesday, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't. I don't give. A I'm joke. probably watching to get it Wednesday because full disclosure, I don't know what I did last. Are you night still? You saw morning. it twice already. And you're gonna see it again. Oh, well, I'm watching it. I have the first time was a date night. Yeah, with Thursday, the girl on Thursday. Uh, last I checked, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Don't assume. I went, I went. I know it's 2019. Um, I went today, and uh, <laughs> combination of loungers and unlimited icy. I've slept through half of that shit. <laughs> so I'll be watching it Christmas Day with my sister and my nephews, and uh, hopefully I'll stay awake for that one because I was already trying to remember things that I forgot and little details after reading all this. Now that I've watched it. I can't talk to anybody about it, so I go online and all these message boards and forums of uh, details and stuff that I was like, "Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I didn't know about that." So all I heard for that again. The only thing I heard about it uh, was there's a gay kiss in it. That's all. I heard. That's the only thing that people I heard like bitch about it, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I I have no idea. So, yeah. but um, that does exist. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, so, that does exist. So I, I'm not gonna say who or anything. Yeah. Yeah. But. I I can probably piece it together if i wanted yeah. to but um the um th- i did hear one thing on on facebook <laughs> was one of our friends got spoiled because of an email from oh uh, yeah uh aaron yeah uh he orders shirts from some sh- clothing no he didn't order he just got a, he's he got on a mailing a, he, list yeah he got a mailing list because yeah. he's ordered stuff from there before and on that mailing list they put stuff in there i was like oh damn that's like <laughs> the thing is i think um, I got spoiled too. If it's what I, because the same company uh, is on my Facebook feed, mm-hmm. and their picture, one of their shirts, popped up on my uh, news feed, and I think it's spoilery. I don't know if the news because I've been I haven't been following what's already been released, mm-hmm. like what's supposed to be. Spoiled. Don't say it so I don't verify or deny it for you. Yeah, yeah. just leave it alone. But uh, well, I'm not gonna say it on this anyways. But yeah. um, but anyway, I, I I didn't think much of it when I saw it. I was like, oh shit, but. It was labeling something uh, or calling something by what they were. Yeah. So I just like, uh, I think that's spoilery. But I don't, I don't know. It's not like it's. A we could do a whole episode just on how how rampant how we've uh, t- this decade's been the decade of like the spoiler culture all of a sudden, where there's things you want to hear or want to see. And you well, everything's like now, now, now. Yeah. Like you, like companies have to. I did remember hearing the last. Um, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the last episode you did with X, and he was like, "Man, I miss the feeling of not knowing shit until I actually go to the theater." Yeah. You know, and and you told him about the Ghostbusters. He's like, "I had no idea that there was Ghostbusters," and I saw the tears. Like, oh my god, I've felt this surprise since back in the day when I saw them. And I wish there was more of that. Yeah. You know, but even then, if they saved it for the theater, you know, some fools are going to be recording it, and it's going to air on like some stupid like. Pirate Bay quality thing on the internet mm-hmm. or on Facebook, and you're already getting ruined by it, or you want to avoid the internet so you don't get ruined by it. It's just, uh. yeah. You know why? Because people are dicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> and on that note, <laughs> that was wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo!